0: Welcome to Rayma for Today Radio.
1: But now then, in the process of time, she and her sister shows up at our front door one day. A couple of years later. And uh, she has another tumor. Doctor said there's no relation between the two. Another tumor in a different part of her body. Well, I just simply said, the Lord heals you the first time. He'll heal you again. Praise God. Well, she said, Brother Hagin, she began to cry. She said, uh, I, I, I really didn't come for that. She said, actually, you know, uh, I made such a mess of my life. I've been married four times and at the present time while she wasn't married. And, and I made just such a mess of my life. If I could just get back to where I was with God, I'd just soon go ahead and die and go on to
0: heaven. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, What Jesus Taught About Prayer, by Kenneth E. Hagin. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message.
1: I tell the story sometimes, and I think it'll fit in here real good. It seems like the Holy Ghost is leading me that direction. I was holding a meeting in 1949, a church that I'd pastored, and I'd left that church in 1944. So uh, in this meeting, one of the ladies, the older ladies of the church said, Brother Hagan, you remember my daughter, Aline? And I said, yeah, yeah, I remember her. I-, I was pastor there altogether about four years. She came one time to church, and I met her. And uh, she said, well, I just got word. She lives in San Antonio, Texas, and I just got word, that uh, now I knew this, that she had a, a tumor and they were going to operate on her. So they put her into the hospital to operate on her for this tumor. And they found out that she had uh, uh, sugar diabetes. Her sugar was, you know, she, they couldn't operate on her. They got to get this, you know, her, the sugar count down. And well, in the process of time, she lapsed into a coma. And so the doctors had said she'll never come out of the coma. There's, there's no hope. And so they'd called her mother. And so she said, I'm going down there. Would you would you lay hands on this hand? We were standing out in the churchyard before the service began. Would you lay hands on this handkerchief? So I laid hands on the handkerchief and prayed. Now, her daughter had known the Lord. She'd never been filled with the Spirit. But some years before, she had been, went to the altar and had been born again. So she went to San Antonio, laid that handkerchief. Now, the, 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 the her daughter, who was 39 years old, was, uh, you know, under an oxygen tent. She just picked up tent, laid that handkerchief on her chest. The minute that handkerchief touched her, she regained consciousness, started praying, and instantly the Lord restored her to favor with himself, filled her with the Holy Ghost, because she started talking in tongues. She never had to baptism in the Holy Ghost. Started talking in tongues, pulled the oxygen tent off of her, began to pull the tubes and all out of her, and say, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Well, the nurses rushed in there and they tried to quiet her down. They got the doctor and he came in and they even gave her a shot, tried to put her to sleep, never had any effect on her. She just kept shouting, (laughs) talking in tongues. Just kept shouting, talking in tongues. They kept her there for two or three days afterwards and couldn't find a trace of anything. The tumor disappeared, the sugar was normal. Everything about her was normal. After the third day, they said, but we don't understand it. This is absolutely miraculous. She tried to pay the doctor. She told me herself personally later, three doctors, and they said, oh, no, you don't know us a thing. We've seen a miracle. (laughs) Amen. But now then, in the process of time, she and her sister shows up at our front door one day. A couple of years later, and uh, she has another tumor. Doctor said there's no relation between the two. Another tumor in a different part of her body. Well, I just simply said the Lord heals you the first time. He'll heal you again, praise God. Well, she said, Brother Hagin, she began to cry. She said, uh, I, I, I really didn't come for that. She said, actually, you know, uh, I made such a mess of my life. I've been married four times. And at the present time, why, well, she wasn't married. And, and I made just such a mess of my life. If I could just get back to where I was with God, I'd just soon go ahead and die and go on to heaven. Well, I assumed then by what she said that, you know, she's backslid. She's out of fellowship with God. And so then I begin to work from that standpoint. Well, thank the Lord. I mean, you know, prodigal son came back home. The Lord took him back. Amen. If we confess our sins, give her all those scriptures, get her back into fellowship. I said, let's just get down here and pray. My wife, and she and her sister, so in our living room, you know, I got out on my knees. I was sitting on the couch right by her side and, and my wife on the other side. And, and so I got out, we got all, all four of us got on our knees and, and I said, now you don't have to tell me whatever it is, however, whatever you've done, you know. She, she, she acts so bad about it that I just think, man, there's no telling what she's done. Man, it has to be awful. Has to be a terrible sin. The way she looks, the way she acts. It just has to be something awful. And I said, you don't have to confess to me, but just we'll just pray and you just tell the Lord. And I mean, will forget as long as day I live. Because you see, I was holding a meeting close to home and, and staying at home because I didn't get to be home with, and traveling. I'd get in late at night, you know. Late. We wouldn't get to bed until. One, two, even three o'clock. I think one night we got to bed at four o'clock in the morning. Well, you don't get up early the next morning then. You know, and they'd come at eight o'clock and we still sound asleep. I think that was the morning we didn't get to bed till four, my wife and I. <laughs> and somebody wake you up at eight, you know, you come up right out of a deep sleep, you know. And so I remember kneeling right there by her. She looked up and said, well, now, Brother Hagen-Forest, I know, I've just searched, searched. I haven't done anything wrong. Well, I don't know whether it's my righteous indignation or whether I was just mad (laughs) because she woke me up. I know I spoke real short. I just got up, you know, I said, well, just get up, get up, get up off your knees and sit down there. (laughs) I know, I really did. I, I spoke pretty short. You can't be grouching, you haven't got enough sleep, you know. Don't care who you are. Said, don't care who you are. You're never that way, of course. I said, What in the world makes you think you're backslidder? you got to get back to God. You're talking about getting back to God. You haven't done a thing in the world you know of is wrong. Well, she said, I don't feel like I used to. I said, Oh, dear God. I've been talking to you this morning. You got me out of a sound. Fee. We got to bed at four o'clock. And I'll tell you, be honest with you, I don't feel a thing. I mean, if I was going by my feelings, I'd think I was backslid. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I said, if I was going by my feelings, I'd have you praying for me. <laughs> I said, in fact, many times when I go to the pulpit, I don't feel a thing. Now, we all want to get that, you know, get that anointing first. And sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't. A lot of times I've gone to the pulpit. Man, if I'd been going by feeling, I'd have said, well, I'm no shape to pray. I'm out of fellowship with God. Everybody pray for me. I'd have them all praying. But no, I go on by faith, and the anointing comes. And before you know it, praise God, you're just feeling juicy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You understand what I was saying? Now, I remember, I remember, I remember that dear lady, she looked at me in am- She said, you mean preachers are that way too? <laughs> yeah, preachers are just like you. They're just as human as you are. Just because they've got the call of God on them doesn't make them a super Christian. In fact, they may not even be as mature a Christian as you are a lot of times. Amen. Amen. Well, she said, what do you do? I said, I just walk by faith and not by sight. She said, what do you mean you walk by faith and not by sight? Well, I said, just sit there then and watch me. I moved off of the couch and got a chair and moved it right up in front of her. I mean, mean, our faces wasn't maybe two feet apart. I said, I'm going to shut my eyes and pray, but now you watch my face. I never right now, right now, I never felt so dead. I never felt so listless. I never felt so unspiritual in my life as I do right now. <laughs> Amen. But you keep your eyes open and watch. I'm going to shut my eyes just to shut you out, my wife and, and, and her woman's sister. So I just shut my eyes and I said, Oh, Father, oh, I'm so glad I'm saved. I'm so glad I'm born again. I'm so glad I'm in the family of God. I'm so glad that you're my very own father and I'm your very own child. I'm so glad that I'm washed in the blood of Jesus. The word of God said now unto him that loved us and has washed us from our sins in his own blood. I'm blood washed, blood cleansed. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that through the person and power of the Holy Ghost, the Lord Jesus Christ dwells in me The scripture said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. And so you're in me. I'm so glad that God the Father, through the person of the Holy Ghost, indwells me. For God himself said, I'll dwell in them. I'll walk in them. I thank God that the Holy Ghost is in me. For the Bible said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And the greater one is in me. Praise the Lord.
0: You're listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
2: I have a bargain bag for yeah, this month. Yeah, you
0: like bags. I yeah.
2: like bags and I like bargains. Yes, you do. And so I want to give you a bargain this month. That this is over half price sale. Yeah. And it is called Activate Your Faith Package. Uh, Here's a book all about faith. Faith takes takes back back what what the the devil
3: stole. One of my messages. Mm -hmm. Blue Fence for Building Strong Faith, another one.
2: The Real Faith. And you know, that is a very good book by your dad. It talks about what what faith really is. These little
3: books can go in your pocket and you can take Uh, them with you to work. Read them at break time. They're not that long. There's only a, you know, this is a little mini book, about 32 pages is all it is. Mm-hmm. And this one is just, uh, uh, it, it's not but, uh, what, 63 pages. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, you know, you read, that. read that at about maybe, on, maybe at, at noon on your noon break. That's right.
2: And a CD by your dad called Words. You know,
3: words are important. People sometimes don't realize that you set the atmosphere with your words, whatever your words are, create have mm-hmm. you ever walked in a room and you can just feel tension? Mm-hmm. That's because words uh, had been uh, of, of distress and words of conflict have been spoken in there mm-hmm. ahead of time.
2: And you know, our faith should grow. So this now, is a book.
3: Exceedingly growing faith. Mm-hmm. Yep. How faith comes. Now faith is what it means to believe with the heart, how to train the human spirit, the God kind of faith. Uh, in that, in this book, that's what you discover in this book.
2: And you know, honey, uh, we have mountains in our life yes. all the time, and we have to speak to those mountains. So this book is your book called "Speak to Your Mountain."
3: Yeah, over 200 pages, and uh, this I like this book. I, I like. In fact, I, I preach uh, a lot of times in crusades. I have uh-huh. a sermon I preach called "Speak, speak to, your to Your Mountain." mountain. Yeah. Now they plus get all the of bag. this plus the bag.
2: That's right for 19.95.
3: Now the books and books in the C D alone is 4175, not counting the bag. That's right. But you're gonna get this isn't a Nets bargain bag. That's the right. Ba- activate your you faith. You can take
2: it to the grocery store just and go buy your the groceries. Yeah,
3: just go to the your computer and and go right there to Rama.org and order it, or you can actually call in. But the, the fastest way to get it, the best way to get it is through the computer. Go right to the internet.
0: Call one eight 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 faith 99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagin Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. For even faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth e. Hagan, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.